This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 74. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello, welcome back to the show. This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, where twice a week, and one of my resolutions this year is to actually make it twice a week. Not just say twice a week and then skip the occasional week when I get too busy, but twice a week to bring you language learning tips, motivation, tricks, tactics, whatever you like to call it, to help you become fluent in the language that you're learning. I'm very, very grateful to have a fantastic sponsor for the show, italki, where you can get professional language learning lessons, language language lessons, Ollie, language lessons from the comfort of your own home. And if you'd like to get a free lesson, you can go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, I've got a great question today from Steve. So let's dive straight into it. Now, Steve sent me this question in via email quite some time ago. So I'm sorry for the delay, Steve. Um, but it's a great question and one that I really, uh, really feel, actually. I, I, I feel your pain. And this is what Steve has to say. I've been learning Brazilian Portuguese now for about eight months, and previously I was learning Spanish for approximately two years. I was never fluent in Spanish, but could get by quite well, and I also helped a few foreigners who couldn't speak English. I needed to speak Spanish just recently, as I hadn't spoken it properly in quite a while, and I was terrible. Even though it's very similar to Portuguese, for a moment it felt like I forgot 80% of what I knew. I was very embarrassed and disappointed. For someone who is trying to find the time to fit in a new language, what would you think is the best way to maintain a previous one? Via reading, maybe, as it's most convenient? Or should I dedicate, say, one day a week to studying solely Spanish material? Steve, what a fantastic question. And I've had exactly the same thing happen. Okay, so I feel your your pain um, very, very directly. Now, um, the thing that stuck out for me from your email most of all is that you said, even though Spanish is very similar to Portuguese, it felt like you forgot most of what you knew. Now, I would rewrite that (laughs) from my perspective to say, because it's very similar to Portuguese, I forgot 80% of what I knew. Okay, And this is the key. Spanish and Portuguese are incredibly close languages, and they share so much um, in terms of the kind of root of the language that... What happens is, th- and you know, anyone will tell you this who's who's had to learn very similar Romance languages in the past, that when you, in your case, you know, you spoke Spanish first, you went on to speak Portuguese. What had to happen for you to learn Portuguese is you had to kind of take this Spanish that you knew and overwrite it. So, you know, for example, where in Spanish you would say gustar to mean to like, right? In Portuguese you have to say gostar. It's very, very similar. Uh, whereas in Spanish you'd say para, in many cases in Portuguese you say para without the first a in the word, and and so on and so on. So what what happens when you learn a very similar Romance language is that you have to kind of overwrite what you've learnt before, and that is ex- I I would think from my point of view that when you came to speak Spanish finally after some time, that's exactly why you couldn't summon it back up. It's not that you didn't know the stuff anymore. It's just that it's kind of been overwritten by the Portuguese. Now, as a case in point, you know, I the, the last few languages that I've learned have been very, very different. 
All right, so in, in order, the last four languages I've learned have been Portuguese, Japanese, Cantonese, and Arabic. All extremely different, di totally different grammar, different pronunciation, different vocabulary. Everything is different. I never get confused between them. I mean, there, there might be the occasional word that that creeps through. Like, I mean, <laughs> one of the things that really uh, stuck with me from Arabic is, from Egyptian Arabic, is the sah. Sah, it's, it's like a particle you put at the end. As a question tag to be technical um, at, at the end of every phrase meaning uh, isn't it like you say ne in in Portuguese or in Japanese um, so it's like saying isn't it or don't you think sah in Egyptian Arabic so that creeps into everything that I say um, but but on the whole the languages themselves don't confuse themselves Okay. now back in the day after I'd learnt Italian I went back to London and I started learning Spanish Within a few months, I'd forgotten all of my Italian. So why would that happen? Why is it that, you know, I haven't really studied Japanese for years and yet I can summon it back up anytime I want, but then within three months of learning Spanish, I had forgotten most of my Italian. The reason is simply because they're too close. And when you're first learning that, that, that second language, it's, it's kind of cool because you think, okay, that's really similar to this other language I know, which means you can learn it. But then once you start to, to kind of uh, spend more time with that language, your memory of, of the of the of the previous language just it starts to disappear. So I've I've mentioned this on the podcast before. The fact that I one of my big regrets is is not really keeping up my Italian because I I lost it when I started to learn Spanish. Now obviously I'm very grateful that I've, I was able to learn Spanish, but not so grateful that I lost my Italian. Now after that, the next language I learned after that was Portuguese, and I spent quite some time in Brazil. Um, at, at a certain point and I remember very clearly um, going back to Europe after being in Brazil and meeting up with an old Spanish friend of mine Patricia and my, <laughs> the Spanish that came out of my mouth was an absolute embarrassment I was it was basically Portuguese grammar I was using and the odd kind of the odd Portuguese word kind of, kind of creeping through uh, because in Brazilian Portuguese you've you know you people run riots over the grammar in, in, I'm not so familiar with European Portuguese but certainly in Brazil I mean the grammar's all over the shop I mean, you've got people use infinitive verbs instead of conjugating them um, it's very very kind of supple the grammar there and so I remember speaking with Patricia in Spanish and oh, I was just it was it was awful and she just turned to me and said Ollie what the hell happened to your Spanish and I knew exactly what happened what happened to my Spanish is that I just learned Portuguese and that was the problem. So luckily I still had quite a lot of Spanish friends and, 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 a, and a big connection to a Spanish community in London. So the fact that I was conscious of this kind of mix up and the fact that I also had access to a community in London meant that for the, for the following few years, whenever I went out, I would often speak Spanish and Portuguese at the same time in the same evening um i used to play a lot of brazilian music and there would a lot of be a lot of south americans always around so i'd speak to one person in english and then switch to portuguese and then speak to this other guy in spanish so i got very used to manipulating the two and now i very rarely confuse spanish and portuguese i can switch quite comfortably comfortably between the two and the reason is that i had to basically learn to speak the two at the same time as if it were another language almost it feels like that. At first I had to learn Spanish, then I had to learn Portuguese, and then I had to learn to use them both at the same time. So, Steve, for you in your situation, the first thing I'd say is you have not lost your Spanish, right? Trust me. I mean, for a start, you were learning it for two years, and you've only been learning Portuguese for about eight months. I guess 
now by the time I've got around to answering your question it's more like a year but still you've got double the amount of time under your belt for Spanish than you do for Portuguese so fear not you haven't lost your Spanish but what you do have to do is start to learn to manipulate them both in your head at the same time so if you're kind of a year out of learning Spanish you might want to do something like um, sign up for, for, for lessons somewhere. You could, you could try some, a service like Verbling, uh, where you can get Spanish package lessons. So you go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash Verbling. That's V-E-R-B-L-I-N-G and sign up for, for a set of, of, uh, Spanish lessons, perhaps just to kind of reactivate it. But then really after that, you've got to start using them at the same time and you know, the reason that you got them confused in the first place, Spanish and Portuguese, is because of the similarity. But you can turn it to an, an advantage. That same problem can be turned to an advantage if you're conscious of it. And the the main thing that I would recommend you do, Steve, is, is from once you've, you know, spent a bit of time reactivating your Spanish, start to, as you go about your daily life, whenever you come across Spanish or Portuguese, think to yourself, okay, well, how would I say that in the other language? So, you're walking down you're you're walking down the street in London and you go into a Brazilian cafe and you walk in there and then someone says to you, um so you know maybe you know someone there and say, Hey Steve, to the bang uh, which is Hi Steve, how's it going in, in Portuguese? And then and um straight away I think to I'd be thinking to myself, right, how would what would that be in Spanish? Hola Steve, como está? Alright, so you'd be thinking, okay, well what Every time you come across one of the languages, you think, okay, what would that be in the other language? And then maybe you reply. You say to him, uh, So, I'm, I'm good, but I'm a little bit tired today. Okay, then straight away think, okay, well, how would I say that in Spanish? So, think to yourself, like, okay, it's always start to manipulate them. And so, uh, at the beginning, it's going to be a little bit kind of... Uh, you know, you, you might 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 be a bit a bit tricky, but what will happen is your brain will start to adapt, and then the more you can sort of search out these opportunities to speak both languages, and then whilst also um, kind of being conscious of how they're working together and how you can translate one from the next, will help you get back on track and have and uh, and learn to manipulate them both. Now, part of your question was, you know, what's the best way to find the time? You know, Steve, I really don't think it's a question of time in your case, you know, because you've got that Spanish under your belt. And um, there are I've, I've, there are plenty of other episodes on the podcast, if you go back and do a, a search from the website, where I, I do talk about time management. Uh, but I, I don't really think this is necessarily a case of time for you. I think it's just a, a question of reactivating your Spanish and then being conscious of using both Spanish and Portuguese together. All right, so I hope that's helpful. You might also like um, episode nine of the podcast where I talked about how to avoid confusing two languages and that you can get that by going to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode nine. So I hope that helps, Steve. Thank you so much for your question. If you would like to ask me a question, please do. Head over to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash ask and that will send you to a place where you can record me a voice question. Now, at the end of every episode, I like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And I found a really cool article on the Omniglot blog, and it's called Spanish and Portuguese, Some Musings. Uh, and it's a very interesting article uh, written by a couple of people who clearly know what they're talking about. And it's um, 
basically just talking about the differences between Spanish and Portuguese and why they might be confused either way. Very, very interesting. Definitely worth a read. I'll put this in the show notes. I will teach you a language.com forward slash episode 74. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.